0: Welcome everybody, this is Burgess Power Hour, and let me just tell you, I am so thrilled that I could be on the call tonight and be upbeat, um, because tonight... Today, whenever you listen to this, it's all about having a magical gift, your most magical gift. And in this time of giving and in this time of celebrating life, I just wanted you to know that you are innocent. And so what I'm going to do, since there's background noise, I'm going to go ahead and just mute everybody for a minute. So you can unmute yourself. Um, We have people from all around. They already called out all these different places they're calling from, so I love it. A very eclectic group. And you can unmute yourself if you want to talk because you know me, if you know me at all or if you've taken any of the classes or heard me on these power hours. I love to do experiential stuff so that you can. It's not about me just kind of yakking at you. So... um, if you want to talk uh, and you want to share anything that comes up for you during the call, all you have to do is hit star six, and that will unmute you, okay? But uh, we had a, a quite a bit of background noise going on, so I'll go ahead and uh, keep you muted until uh, a little bit later, okay? So tonight, today's call, all of you listening on the recording and all of you now live, you are innocent, You are your most magical gift. And I know that during this hustle-bustle of times, you know, a lot of things can happen during the holidays. And I talked a little bit about this last month, uh, about uh, family, kill them or eat them, you know, when we were around Thanksgiving and those types of things. If you celebrate Thanksgiving and if you're in a different country, that's what we do here in the U.S. So when we're around family and we're around people that we love and we're around people that, uh, from our origin, um, sometimes a lot of stuff can come up. And then all this stuff about gift-giving and about sharing and about being with friends and all those types of things, um, I just wanted to give you this message, really, uh, this month and for this Power Call to really give you a little bit of inspiration. And those of you who have been watching my Bubble Talk on the YouTube um, The YouTube. I sound like an old person. Okay. The Bubble bubble Talk with Burge on YouTube. (laughs) It's like the Facebook, right? Um, You know, I talk about, uh, I was talking about my little doggy, my little fur baby, Merlin, who some of you know, and he is very magic, and he is magical. And he uh, has been um, deciding whether he's going to transition or not. And so it's been a very touch-and-go time for me. So thank you for all of you who are sending prayers and thoughts and love toward. Uh, healing this way um, and that's why I'm kind of upbeat right now because um, he's magic and the healing magic of intention and the healing magic of the gift of how innocent we are and letting go of any type of um, outcome right sometimes we just have to let go of the outcome And um, I really wanted to hone in on our own innocence, this call, though, so that you could really hopefully be inspired and remember. Remember how innocent you really are and what that means and what, what gifts you bring to this world because you are a gift. So let me just start there. You are a gift. And how do you treat your gift? How do you treat yourself? And so one of the ways I wanted to go through this, again, those of you who know, you, you know I'm going to ask you to write some things down because I want you to kind of go into your subconscious a little bit, like I usually do, around things that might come up for you during this call. <clears throat> so I'm gonna, we're going to do a couple of exercises. So get a pen and pa- paper uh, out. If you're driving, maybe not so much, but you can come back and listen to it, okay, and you can just say it out loud if you choose. So this thing about being innocent, um, you know, how? We're, let me just ask this question and ask yourself this question. Was I born innocent? Are babies innocent? <clears throat> so most of the time I would say, 99.9% of the time when I ask that question, of course, everybody says, yes, of course. When you're born, you're totally innocent. You're coming into this world with and awe with an expect, no expectation. Just You're just being. And that's the essence of being and being present and being a baby. So when people say to me, or you may have been told, don't be a baby, I say, screw that. Be a baby. Be a baby. Be a baby. Be that innocent baby that you know that you are. Act as if you know that you're innocent. Because so many things in our lives have come up, perhaps, that have blocked that innocence that we forget about. We forget how magical we truly are. We have blocks to this self-love, to this innocence. We have a lot of shoulds that come up in our life. We should have been this. We should have been a doctor. Okay, or we should have already accomplished something by now, or we should have married so-and-so, or we have all these regrets and shoulds, or we should do this, but I don't want to. And, of course, as I say all the time in our Essence of Being classes, you know, when you should on yourself, it gets really messy. That's a joke, but anyway, anyway. The other thing that we do is we block our self-love and our innocence by our shame. Where does our shame come from? Where where the hell does that come from? Do, are babies born with shame? I don't think so. So when you are feeling ashamed of yourself, okay, for whatever reason, basically what you're doing is you're saying, I have no power. I have no power to change anything. I am a total victim. And I'm going to beat myself up. There are a lot of things that happen in our lives, perhaps, that have caused us, we think, or we have been taught that perhaps we ought to be ashamed. So these things that come up in our lives about being ashamed, it really creates this feeling of victimhood and no power, that there's nothing that we can do about it, and we start judging ourselves. There, there could be people that have thrown a lot of guilt at you, and you caught it, and you caught it, and you became ashamed of who you are. And all these judgments that have come up, and they come from all over the place. So these people all around us taught us, perhaps, what our beliefs are about ourselves, what our behaviors are. They taught, they taught us who we are. We forget sometimes that innocent baby self. So these judgments that come up around, you know, like our parents might judge us or grandparents or our teachers or siblings or TV. We're too fat. We're too thin. We're too broke. People judge us in society. We're too smart, so we get bullied. Or we're not smart enough. Or we're taught that, You know, that we should not um, uh, love ourselves and be proud of ourselves because that's boastful. And religion, you know, teaches us some of the judgments. Goodness gracious, you're not good enough. You're not good enough to receive. It's better to give than receive. Money is the root of all evil. Our cultures have judgment. Judgment. Women are supposed to do. Is women are silent, and men are this, and children are seen and not heard, and all this culture that we grow up in has a lot can have judgment in it. Therefore, we start judging ourselves, and we start thinking, "Okay, well, that's true. That's true." Our self worth goes right down the drain, and therefore, we start resisting our own worth, and therefore. It's very difficult sometimes for us to stop beating ourselves up because we, what's the opposite of innocent? It's guilty. We beat ourselves up. Shoulda, woulda, coulda, and all those judgments and all those things that people have projected upon us, we start believing that that's all true and we really buy into it. And therefore, the guilt just emanates from us. And this guilt, which is the opposite of what we're talking about, innocence, Okay, we're going to go there and talk about guilt for a minute. And we want to find out, what are you feeling guilty about? Because in my world, guilt demands punishment. If you're guilty, by God, you're going to get punished. Think about it. On an energetic level, if you're vibrating guilt in any way, from anything, beating yourself up about whatever, then you are vibrating guilt out to the world, out to the universe, and you're saying, punish me, punish me, punish me. Now, this can come by others punishing you. It can also come by self-sabotage. It's how it shows up. You start sabotaging yourself. And you start saying, I'm just a piece of nothing. You know, I'm, I'm worthless. Or I I just wish I could do better in my life. And you start sabotaging yourself. Of course, most of the time it's subconscious. You don't know you're doing it. But that core vibration is judgment and guilt. Feeling guilty really does demand it. So... If that is true, then how do you get out of that? How do you shift out of guilt to going back to that innocent baby, being a baby? I mean, think about the most precious, innocent things that we can really uh, identify with. When you look at a baby, I mean, that's pure innocence, pure receiving, pure presence. Okay, and it's, it's a learned thing about expectation and judgment and projection and worthiness and all of that stuff, not good enough, not being perfect, not feeling safe, not feeling wanted. All of that stuff is learned. I've been at a lot of births, i and when those babies come out, let me just tell you, first things I say to them is you are loved and you are wanted and you're perfect just the way you are. And you're worthy and you're innocent. So, those of you who know Nietzsche, Nietzsche um, had these states of being that you could be in the world. And he equated them with a lot of different uh, animals. And one of them, he said, is you, know, you could play in the world like a lion. And what does a lion do? It roars. It attacks. It forces itself into situations. It takes over. And another state of being that you can live your life in is like a camel. And a camel, what does it do besides spit? It carries the load. It carries all of that. In other words, it's the codependent person. It's the one who does everything for everybody else and carries everybody else's guilt, shame, and they're the last on the list. They carry everybody. And so the state of being that I really want to remind us this holiday season to be in is the state of a child, of an innocent child. And what is an an innocent child? The eyes of a child, they... Project being present, being now, so how can you gain back your feeling place of innocence? Well, one of the things I say, just hold a baby now, I wouldn't go down the mall or go somewhere and start you know knocking down babies and say, Let me i I want a baby, give me a baby, I want to hold it, I want to feel innocent, I wouldn't do that, but if you can get a hold of a baby and start sniffing. Babies are great to really tap into the innocence. The other thing you can do is an animal. That's why our animals and our pets, that's why they they are so precious to us, because of that unconditional love. It's totally unconditional, and they're very present, very, very present. And they're innocent. And so those two things, if you're if you're having a tough time trying to engage yourself with your own innocence again, I'm gonna give you some tools by the way at the end of the call on how to do that, but one of the best things to do is just play with your animals, be or be with children. Not the not the ones that get on your nerves, okay? But the ones that you feel you can really tap into their innocence. Because you can look at a baby and just give them so much love and say, I love you so much. You're so cute. You're so cute. They don't look back up at you and say, no, I'm not. No, I let, let me do something for you in order for me to receive this love you're giving to me. No, let me beat myself up a little bit. No, I'm pretty guilty, so I don't think so. I'm not going to receive that. Let, let me do something for you first. Because many of us have been taught that, with love comes strings attached. And the innocent part of us, there are no strings attached. Now, other people getting present, you can also get present in, in some other ways. One of the ways you can really get present and be innocent, or just getting to that present moment and start stop being in the past and stop being in the future, uh, is you play Playing, think about play time. When's the last time you played? And what is play? And what do kids do great? They play. And through that play, they create. So if you're having issues right now around not being present and not feeling too innocent, One of the greatest ways is to start playing. Just start playing and be present. Just be present with what you're doing and play create. Another way you can get present is be silent. A lot of people meditate or they just sit in silence and breathe. Breathing is a great way to be present. And I don't mean, you know, hyperventilating. I'm just talking about just taking deep breaths and breathing and being silent for just a minute. A minute's a long time. And that gets you present. And another way to get you present is pain. Think about it. When you start feeling pain or do you get present, you stop, you forget about everything else, don't you? All you can think about is I'm in pain. And it's my theory that if you feel pain, that it's really a calling, it's really a longing that you have to feel present. How about that, huh? So if you find yourself in pain a lot, it could be just this longing of wanting to be present and feeling innocent again. And that is one of the quickest way to get you present. So my suggestion is maybe not go the pain route, right? Try the silence route. Try the play route. Try the creation route. So let's go ahead and do a little exercise, shall we? I want you to get your pen and paper out, and we're going to see how you beat yourself up, okay, and how well, we're this guilt, because that is opposite of innocence. It's hard to feel innocent if you feel guilty sometimes. So go ahead. What I want you to do is you're going to write down, there's going to be a stream of consciousness writing, and what that means is you don't edit it, you don't think about it, you just fill in the blank first things that come up to finish this sentence. I want you to think about yourself right now. Just think about yourself. And write down or say out loud, I feel guilty because, write the first thing down. And finish up on the one you're writing down. The other thing you can write down about yourself, let's put money to it. Money is always a good one. So think about yourself and your relationship with money. I feel guilty because... Write down the first thing that comes up around money and guilt. And finish up on the one you're on. And then write and think about your love relationships. Whether you have a partner now or whether you've had an ex-partner, someone that you've had some type of love relationship with. Hopefully you can think of at least one. And then write this down. I feel guilty because... when you're thinking about your partner or an ex-partner. Finish up on the one you're on. And then I want you to think about, I want you to pick the biggest one, either your mom or your dad or your child. Just pick one of them. I feel guilty because... Write down the first thing that comes up around any of those, mom, dad, or child. And then finish up on the one you're on. And the last one. I want you to think about... God or universe, or great Spirit or higher self or energy, whatever you want to call that think about the God universe, great spirit, higher self, and then write down, I feel guilty because first thing that comes up around God or universe or Finish up on that one. So just kind of notice what you wrote down or thought about. And notice if some came out quicker than others. And see if there's a fame... So what I want to do with this is um, on my last call we used uh, a technique called the Sedona Method to help people release pretty shift, you know, shift it very quickly uh, their feelings around certain things. So I'm going to give you this gift of doing that now. So I'm going to use a volunteer, and then I want you to do it. Go ahead.
1: What was the word you said that came from the last session that you described the gift? The Sedona Method? Yes, that. Okay. Okay, Thank you. All
0: right. Well, since you're on the call, um, Uh since you opened it up, tell me uh, if you don't mind sharing one of those or all of those, anything that came up for you around one of them or
1: any of them. They're all different. There's not really a trend. Okay. Um, well, just pick... Tell me what you... Um, I don't have a lot of money, and I always feel guilty because I don't give enough away. Okay. And I feel guilty because I never got to know my mother very well.
0: Okay. And
1: treated her with the respect I've learned that she deserved. Okay. Um. For a higher power, I feel guilty because I don't always count on it, have faith in it.
0: Okay, so you need a faith lift.
1: Hey, <laughs> okay. I thought okay. smiles were the best faith lift. Say it again. I thought smiles were the best. Face
0: uh, lift. I'm talking about faith. Yeah, that's a good faith oh, lift. Wow. F, I know. Okay, well let's go with the let's go with the not enough um it's it, it kind of like it's boiling down to not enough i'm not enough i'm not, i am do not have enough money i don't have enough faith i don't have i didn't have enough respect i didn't know my oh, mom.
1: absolutely okay absolutely
0: so it's kind of boiling down to the i'm not enough right yeah okay, so I want you to so what is so with the i am not enough what is your now feeling how do you feel around that?
1: That I'm not, that I haven't done enough. Okay. In many ways, I think I am enough, but in those ways, I don't.
0: So what is the feeling?
1: I don't know what my choices are. Well, you tell me. Uh, Is your feeling I'm not enough? For those things, yeah. For what I've done. So you feel, so you feel. I still, I wish I could have done better. I don't okay. feel guilt, guilty because I know I've always done the best I could.
0: Okay, so, well, you wrote down everything I feel guilty because. So let's go with guilt. <laughs> well, you told
1: me guilt. Okay? I truly, I truly never think that I'm guilty of things. I understand, but you wrote those things down.
0: I feel guilty because... I'm not enough. I uh, okay, Sorry. let's just go with guilt for just a moment. I'm gonna uh, so that, and everybody can play along with you. Okay, so sure. let's just say uh, my now feeling is I feel uh, guilty and not good enough. Say that. Say that again. Let's say my now feeling. My now feeling guilty and not good enough.
1: Is feeling guilty and not good enough. All right. Good. So
0: here now, answer this. Could could you allow it? Could you allow that feeling?
1: Sure, I am right now. All right. COVID. Could you let it go? I let it go when I'm not being asked about Could it. you let it go? Yeah.
0: Would you let it go? Yeah. When? Always. Say again?
1: I always do. I only think about it when somebody makes me.
0: Okay. All right. So that is the Sedona method. So those are the questions that you can play along everybody on the call as well. So let's say um I feel I know you're feeling I know you don't want to say out loud I'm guilty and that that that's the feeling that you have because you're doing the best you can. I get that. I really do. And these are subconscious beliefs that come up for us to look at. Of course, you don't walk around saying that, right? You don't want to think about those kind of things. So what comes up in these kinds of exercises are these deep-seated subconscious beliefs that keep kind of cropping up that I'm not enough because that was kind of like a, a theme, Okay, so the Sedona method, that's just a way that you can do it. So anybody on the call, you can say, what is my now feeling? And you say it out loud. Could I allow it? Meaning, could I allow that feeling? Yes, I can. Could I let it go? Yes, I could. Would I let it go? And some of you might say no, and that's OK. And then you say the last question is, when? When am I going to let it go? Now, this method, you could use this anytime you're feeling something that you may not want to feel. Okay, and so it, what it does—it's a very, very quick, down-and-dirty kind of way to really shift your feeling place around this. Okay, so you could say no to all of that. What is my now feeling? I feel not good enough. Could I allow it? No. Could I let it go? No. Would I let it go? No. When? I don't know. So if you're if you're in that place, you can go ahead. And and repeat it over and over and over again until you get a yes, yes yes and and the truth for me is it usually happens the second or third time, and if you're really if you're really stuck on something usually it'll it'll shift for you around the second or third time you say it.
1: am I still with you? Yes, um does that work for anything other than guilt Any yes, it works
0: for everything. Let's say that you feel angry. What is my now feeling? I feel angry. Could I allow it? Oh, yeah. Could I let it go? Maybe. Would I let it go? No. When? I don't know. And then you do it over again. Well, what's my now feeling? Okay, I feel frustrated. I'm not angry anymore, but I'm frustrated. Could I allow it? Yes. Could I let it go? I guess so. Would I let it go? Maybe. When? I don't know and then you say it again what is my now feeling i'm frustrated could i allow it yes could i let it go yeah would i let it go yes when now so it's a process that you can go through and it's called the sedona method okay and it's just a quick down and dirty little way of shifting anything but it doesn't no it doesn't have to do uh, it's not just all about guilt but if thank I you for, Google
1: the word, if I Google the words with the donor method, will uh-huh. I get those? Questions? I I would think so. Okay, because I, I want so. them. Yeah, I well, I don't like So what
0: it. is my? So the question, the things are: what is my now feeling? Could I allow it? Could I let it go? Would I let it go? When? Those are the questions. Okay. So go ahead. Thank you. Thank you so much for playing along with us around that. So I think you had some stuff come up that you could shift there, okay? So that's good. That's a good thing. And you're getting a facelift. So go ahead and hit star six. I really appreciate you playing (laughs) with me. That's awesome. We're going to do a whole other section here, okay? So what we're going to do now is after – if you've already done the Sedona Method, that's great, but I just want to call your attention to – um so whoever is, hit star six, please, so that you mute yourself, okay? Hit star six so you mute yourself, or I'm going to have to mute everybody again, okay?
1: Okay, so I guess I'm going to have to mute
0: everybody, so let's see. Okay, so you cannot unmute yourself at the moment until I, because uh, I want to make sure that everybody hears this, and then I'll unmute everybody, Okay. So uh, Dr. Amodo, some of you may have heard of, who uh, looked, basically, long story short, he looked at water, and he, he crystallized water. He froze water, and he looked at it through a microscope, and he would talk to the water and say, you suck, I hate you, you're terrible, you're ugly. And he would see the crystalline shapes. They would be disjointed and asymmetrical and ugly and yucky, and just look, they looked out of sorts. He would take the same water, unfreeze it, freeze it again, and then say, I love you. You're beautiful. I want you. I'm so glad you're alive. You, you know, and really just pour out all these good things that he said to this to this drop of water that he crystallized. And the crystalline shapes were beautiful and symmetrical and very um, brilliant and vibrant. So, Because of that particular, and you can get this online too, you can look at all those different um, techniques that, that he did. It's fascinating because water, just by saying those things out loud to water, can really shift the molecules and the energy of that water. So think about it. What are we made of mostly? We're made up of water. And what do we say to ourselves when we look in the mirror Remember, tonight's call is all about being magical and being the gift and treating ourselves as a gift because we are innocent. So if you're standing in front of a mirror and you're saying, you suck, or, boy, you're stupid, or, man, I wish I weighed less, or, look, uh, look at all those gray hairs, oh, my God, what's wrong with my face? You know, all those things that we say to ourselves, and we beat ourselves up around it, just imagine... what the energy is of that. And if somebody could take a microscope to our molecules, what would it look like? So what I want to do is really shift this focus of the guilt. I know that some of you came up with some really brilliant things about what you're guilty for. Now let's go and shift that to what you appreciate about yourself. Because the opposite and one of the best ways to get through guilt is you start appreciating. That's the self-love, that's the self-forgiveness part. You start appreciating. And what I mean by that is you start vibrating appreciation. And and how we're going to do that is, again, I want you to write this down. So this is going to be another little stream of consciousness writing. And I want you to think about yourself... And appreciation and gratitude is a, it's a very high level of vibration. So I want you to think about yourself. And I want you to think of maybe just one thing. If you can't think of a bunch, think of at least one thing that you appreciate about your body. Just write that down. I appreciate about my body. You know, What do you love about your body? Think of one thing. And your body is a miracle. And I'll give you some things you can write down if you can't think of anything, okay? Uh, your body breathes. It has senses. It, it feels things. It has touch. Your heart beats without it telling it to. It's a miracle. Appreciating the fact that you actually have breath and that you can listen to music or that you can dance, or eat, or walk, or hear, or see. That's part of your body. So those things you can appreciate. Yes, I hope. I'm going to go ahead and um, unmute so that you can... You'll still be muted, but um, if you want to talk... When we finish the sharing here, uh, if you want to share something, you'll be able to now by hitting star six. So let me now go to the mind. Okay, write something down that you appreciate about yourself and your mind. What do you What do you love about your mind? Your brain. Just write one or two things down about it, and I'll give you some things if you can't think of anything. Your mind. You have memories. You dream. Your mind tells you what words to say. You can do math, maybe. Your brain is brilliant. It's a tool that you can use to create. So just appreciate something about your mind. It tells you how to drive. You know how to drive. Now, let's go to your heart. What do you appreciate about your heart? Which is basically your emotional connection. What do you appreciate about yourself? About your feelings? And if you can't think of anything, I'll give you some. You, you can smile. The caller said it just a minute ago. Smiling is a faith lift, Right? Your heart can smile, you can feel open. You have you can feel a baby's presence or a puppy when you hold a puppy or when you're in nature. Your heart can feel open when you're with friends. You can cry. You can appreciate that. Appreciate feeling that connection. You can feel a wedding or a funeral. That means that your heart is open. And then lastly, what? write down what you appreciate about your spirit. About your spirit self. That energy inside of you or outside of you. Are all around you? What do you appreciate? And again, I'll give you some things to think about. You can meditate. You can appreciate prayer. You can appreciate source energy. You can appreciate your knowing and your intuition and your connection. A feeling one with all things. So when you are feeling appreciation about your body, your mind, your heart, and your spirit, or your emotional, when you're feeling appreciation, you vibrate that. You vibrate appreciation, and it's never wasted. When you vibrate or think about or feel appreciative about yourself, that's what you're projecting. That's what you're sending out. And because of the law of attraction, that's what you get back. You get more appreciation back to you because that's what you're sending out. Like attracts like. You vibrate appreciation. It's never wasted. You're going to get more of it from yourself, from others, everywhere. As opposed to guilt. Uh, You know, when you're vibrating guilt, you're going to get punished and you're going to start sabotaging. And that's what you get back. So in order to feel innocent again, you start appreciating and loving on yourself. It's that self-care because you are a gift. You're a miracle. So hopefully you, uh, does anybody want to share anything about what they're, anything that came up for them? Could they think of anything that they appreciated about themselves? Or does that change your feeling about yourself? And you can hit star six to unmute yourself. Go ahead. Hi, birds. It's Christina. Hi, Christina. How are you? I'm great. So I know, thank you so much for, call, for the call. I noticed that actually in
1: one of my I'm guilty um, ones was with the universe, was that <laughs> I'm happy came up. And then that's also what I appreciate, um, too, <laughs> oh. <laughs> that I'm happy. So oh, I, I thought love
0: that was that. really interesting. I love yeah. that. You know why that is, right?
1: Nope. That's why so, I, I needed myself to ask you. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, this happens frequently. It's sort of this um, the shadow side and the the uh, the light side. You know, the light and shadow sometimes are very similar. So the, the shadow side of feeling guilty of I'm happy, that means that I have somewhere along the way – you had this feeling or maybe it was projected onto you that you don't, you know, it's not fair that you feel happy and others don't. And the injustice in the world and the others that don't feel happy, it makes you feel like, it's sort of like crabbing, okay? And when you put a bucket of crabs in a bucket and the crab comes out because he's Mm -hmm. happy. yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, those
0: other crabs try to pull you back down. And because they don't want to be left alone or they're trying to get out and you can't pull everybody out with you, okay? But there's that guilt of, uh, why am I so happy? Not everybody else is, right? So that can make Mm -hmm. you feel somewhat, am I really supposed to feel this way? Because not everybody does and it's not fair. So there's some kind of subconscious thing going on around that. But at the same time, it's what you appreciate in your spirit is that you are happy, And so at the same time, the light side of that is I do deserve this and I am connected and I do feel with source and with spirit that I am happy and that I do deserve it because I am innocent. And so you've got the light and the shadow going on at the same time. So it's this uh, dichotomy, right? Um, Mm -hmm. And it's this, if you think about it, we are walking dichotomies. We are spirit inside a body.
1: Mhm. Right.
0: So, we're always going to have that duality while we're in a body.
1: Mhm.
0: Or we possibly? You know, not always, but possibly that'll that'll be the that'll be the case. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I can see that in so much of my other parts of my life and being is often. Um, is kind of feeling both uh, both sides of it at the same time. Right. So,
1: that's very right.
0: cool. And so may I suggest that whenever those little guilt bubbles come up around, you know what, I don't deserve to feel this if nobody else does, or gee, I should be, you know, just think, I want you to imagine a crab. Whenever you're feeling guilty about something, about feeling too happy or not deserving, I want you just to picture in your mind a crab.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay? And then just... Yep. Uh, anchor in letting go of all those crabs because you are the way shower. You are the beacon. You are the crab that's coming out. You are showing the way. You're being the demonstration. You are the beacon of light. And anything that tries to drag you back, your own guilt, just I want you to think of the crab and think of a baby and just be the baby just be a big fat baby
1: <laughs>
0: and giggle like you do and laugh and smile like you do and be in that joy and that joy be joyful right of that connection that you have does that help yes so much thank you very much you're welcome you're welcome I appreciate so you. perfect so this can be for anybody Um, I want you to, I'm going to give you a couple of tools, Uh, so whatever came up for you around appreciation, it's really important to know that that's a really great way to keep you in your innocence. Um, So, and I did a little acronym, by the way, about GIFT, uh, that you are a gift and you are innocent. A GIFT, uh, the G stands for generous, so be generous with your self-love and your self-care, be generous and boy do i need to remind myself of that so i am a gift i'm a gift and i choose to be generous with my self-care because i deserve it and if i wasn't around then we couldn't do these power hours you know so hey the i stands for integrity under gift the eye's integrity. And remember integrity for those of you who, who have taken classes with me. Integrity is how you hold your shape. Integrity means holding your shape. Don't let anybody push you off your center. Don't let anybody pull you around and crab you around and tell you you're not this or you are that. But you hold your shape and your integrity of who you are, that magical, innocent, magnificent, miracle. Power. You hold your shape. Have that integrity of the gift. The F stands for free or fun. Or you can make it free fun. So being free, think about a baby naked, right? They're free. Wee! They're free. They don't care. And they can have fun with a cardboard box. Okay? They don't need to have... You know, they're uh, the next big shiny object. So having fun really does, again, goes back to that play. Feeling free, feeling playful, and feeling fun. That's what the F stands for in the gift because the more you can have fun and feel free in doing so, then that is closer and closer to that innocence because I do know people who have fun and then they feel guilty that they're having fun. Oh, shoot, I should be working. Then, then the shoulds come. Then the shame comes. Then the judgment comes. And then the guilt comes and the sabotage comes. So stop it. The T on gifts stands for trust. Trusting yourself enough to know that you, that you are allowing The greatest gift that you can possibly give someone is yourself, is your time. Think about it. Those of you who have kids, what do they want from you the most? Your time. What did you want the most from your parents and your friends? Their time. Their attention. So trust that you are enough. Trust that you are the gift. Trust the compassion for yourself treat yourself like dr omoto in those um in the mirror you know when you look at yourself and when you think about yourself and when you talk about yourself be kind trust yourself enough to know that you really are magical and miraculous and an innocent being trust that all is well and as you know, what do I always say? Trust and allow and don't ask how. You don't have to figure it out. It's okay. So being a gift is being generous, having integrity, free and fun, and trust. And here are a couple of tools I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you a couple of affirmations. And remember, affirmations, are they affirm things that you choose to create in your life, and it certainly is focusing on what you want and what you choose as opposed to not. And I kid people. I say, you know, affirmations are little lies you tell yourself until they become true. So even if you don't believe it, just keep saying it. So here are two affirmations I want to give you about this, okay? I am willing to release the need To blame or shame myself, I am willing to release the need to blame or shame myself. Here's another affirmation. I see my perfection. I am willing to see my perfection. And when I mean perfection, I mean innocence. Babies are perfect. You're born innocent. So I am willing to see my perfection. And you can say innocent if you have an issue with the word perfection. For some of you who have been told you need to be perfect... I know that can be a trigger word for you. Okay. The other thing you can do is this. This is one of my favorite, favorite um, tools that you can use in order to really regain and relive and remember your innocence. Okay, and I, those of you who have done work with me, you know, probably I've told you this before, but I'm going to remind you, get a picture of yourself when you were little and put that picture of yourself when you were little, babyish or toddler type, if you can. Put it on your bathroom mirror. And every morning when you go in there and you brush your teeth, I want you to look at that child. And I want you to say to that child ten times, you are innocent. I want you to look into their eyes and really access that feeling place of innocence and say, you are innocent. And it doesn't work if you say, you're innocent, you're innocent, you're innocent, you're innocent, you're innocent. Don't do it like that. Say, you are innocent, and breathe it in and take a breath ten times. So it's, you are innocent. (sighs) You are innocent. (sighs) Okay, you do that ten times. Then, once you do that to the little child that you have on your mirror, then you look in the mirror at yourself in your own eyes and say the same thing. You are innocent. And breathe that in and say that ten times. And then the third part of that, you change it to I. I am innocent. And breathe that in 10 times. And I promise you, if you do this every day, your whole day can be different. Your whole day can be different. That will start the reframe of you feeling less guilty, more innocent, more deserving. So, again, you say to yourself in the mirror, uh, into the picture, you are innocent to your little, the little person in the mirror. Then you say it to yourself, looking in your own eyes. And then the third part is I. Change it to I am innocent. So it's you, you, I. And be willing to allow yourself to see your perfection because that little child is in there and that's all that little child wanted was to be loved, to be wanted, to know that they're innocent, to know they're safe, to know that they're good enough and they're perfect and worthy. Because you are a miracle. You are innocent. And you are the most magical gift you could bring to anybody at any time. Treat yourself that way. Be kind to yourself. And any time you feel like you're beating yourself up and you're feeling guilty, which is the opposite of innocence, just pinch yourself. Do some kind of pattern interrupt. Pinch yourself and go, you know what? I feel guilty about, oh, no, 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 I choose to feel innocent. Remember what I said about pain. It brings you present. So just pinch yourself and say, no, I choose to be innocent. I choose to feel innocent. So hopefully that helps you through these holidays with your friends and your family and it helps you through the rest of your life. And I will be, uh, next month in January, we're doing Essence of Abundance, January 16th, uh, for my next Power Hour. And for those of you who uh, have not joined yet our Conscious Leadership Academy, you've got two weeks left to get on board, and so you can get the best rate possible. But it's our year-long membership. So, again, go to essenceofbeing.com slash... CLA which stands for Conscious Leadership Academy, okay? essenceofbeing.com/cla. That will show you what it's all included. It's a membership all next year we're going to and what we're doing together everybody, it takes a village. And I'm serious about this that we are absolutely building a global movement of conscious leaders empowering others to create a win-win world that's what i'm about that's what i've always been about that's what i know that you want i know that you're part of this and you can't do it by yourself and neither can i so all next year we're going to be doing essence of abundance essence of leadership essence of commitment essence of courage essence of communication essence of relationships and of course essence of being We'll be doing all of that next, next year together in our membership, online and in person. So check it out. If you haven't joined yet, you've still got a couple of weeks left that you can get in at the better rate. Okay, I'm going to unmute you guys for a second. Okay, we are unmuted, everybody. So, I just, if you have any questions about anything, or if you want to just chat about anything we talked about tonight, uh, and if you have any questions about the Conscious Leadership Academy, along with Essence of Being, and all the things that we do around the planet, please, you can email me, Burge, at essenceofbeing.com, that's B-U-R-G-E, at essence of being, and... Does anybody want to have to say anything before we go?
1: I just want to say thank you.
0: You're welcome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. It's my pleasure and my purpose. I'm trying um, to I love you, you so I'd much.
1: Like, <laughs> I'd like to say thank you for everything you've done this year. For me personally, and wish everybody a very merry Christmas, happy New Year. Aw, thank,
0: okay. thank you, thank you. Thank you, Barbara Thank you. Thank you, Liam. Thank you, everyone. I really thank love you and appreciate you, and please come play with us. I cannot wait. It's just an unbelievable year next year, and we really, we really, it's time. It's time to really create that win-win world. So have a beautiful Christmas and whatever holiday you celebrate, but the most important part, celebrate yourself because you are innocent, and you are loved, and you're magical. So thank you. Thank you, everybody. Let's say so long, and Happy New Year. Happy, so New, long. Year. Happy New, long. New Year. Happy
1: New Bye. Year. Bye. So long. Happy New Year. So long. Bye. Thank you.
0: You're welcome, honey.